time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school softball on Thursday on KFMO saw the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats battle the North County Lady Raiders from Bonterre. Our own Glenn Berry has the recap. The Fredericktown Lady Black Cats used a four-run third and a six-run fourth to top the North County Raiders 10-6 in high school girls softball Thursday in Bonterre. North County jumped out on top, one nothing in the first, but the Lady Black Cats roared back with four runs in the third with RBIs from Kelly Algeyer, Sadie Gibson, and Miley Wingler. After North County scored a single tally in the bottom of the third, Fredericktown put six on the board in the fourth after two were out with five hits and aided by three Raider errors. That 10-2 lead looked to be the beginning of a rout, but the Raiders scored one in the fifth and three in the seventh to cut the lead to 10-6. But it was not enough as the Lady Raiders dropped to 1-6 on the season. The Fredericktown Lady Black Cats improved to 6-0, and and after the game, head coach Mariah Algeyer says she loves the way her team battles. We just adjusted real kind of well. We've seen fast pitchers, we've seen slow pitchers this season, and it's been hard to adapt to each one of them, but I think we're slowly figuring out how to adapt quicker in a game rather than waiting. North County head coach Steve Elam lamented about that crucial six-run fourth, which again began with two outs and a runner on first. Oh, it was the difference, period. I mean, you know, we have a four-run inning, then a six-run inning. If we if we shut it down, I think they earned the four runs. I'm not going to lie. They came out sticking it. But uh, we, we gave them the, the six-run inning, and uh, if we shut that down, we actually win the ball game. Final line, Fredericktown scores 10 runs on 12 hits, committed six errors, and left four runners on base, while North County scores six runs on 10 hits, 5 errors, and 9 runners left stranded. Michaela Reagan was the winning pitcher while Sammy Waller took the loss. Once again, Fredericktown beats North County 10-6 on Thursday. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. That was the only softball contest on Thursday. On the volleyball side, Valley Catholic beat Jefferson in straight sets on the road 18-18-20. Valley Catholic's head coach Nancy Fisher now 2 wins shy of 850 and they could come today. That's 850 wins in her career at Valley Catholic. Union top North County in straights 18-17-19 Central over Herculaneum in a sweep 14-16-16 Potosi was at Bismarck and the Lady Trojans win it again 22-25 25-19 25-15-25-12 Have yourself a week. Ava Robart as she put up 24 kills earlier on in a broadcast matchup. She had 29 kills in the win yesterday. Windsor tops Farmington in straight sets. West County over St. Paul 25-28-28-26 25 22 and advanced sweeps Arcadia Valley 21 10 12. Boys soccer Sullivan beats North County at North County 2 1 and Farmington travels to Fredericktown and the Knights win it 6 nothing. And on the girls tennis side, Fredericktown battled in the Sykeston Invitational. Potosi beat Farmington 8 1. Potosi is now 5 0 on the season and 3 0 in the conference to tie North County, who's also undefeated. Potosi and North County will play next Tuesday in a conference matchup. Coming up today on the local side, high school football week three as the Central Rebels travel to Potosi and take on the Trojans. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff on KFMO, the KFMO app, and online at kfmosports.com. Potosi's head coach is Dylan Wyrick. What does he know about Central, and how will they approach tonight? You know, they didn't lose a whole lot of, of uh, their players from last year. They got a lot of them back. You know, they obviously have a 
really good quarterback, first-team All-State guy in Casey Murphy. We've got uh, Joe Bryant, who is uh, an incredible athlete, uh, really, really hard for other high school kids to tackle in the open field. Um, he can pretty much score at, at will. Um, you got Caden Casey at receiver, Cannon, uh, Harlow. Um, I go on and on. They're good up front. They're just a really good football program. They're, they're very well coached, so they have so many awesome coaches on that staff that have a ton of respect for it. We know what we're up against, but, you know, our kids are going to show up and they're going to play a football game this Friday and they're going to be as prepared as they possibly can be because we're going to coach them as hard as we possibly can and we're going to go out and we're going to be the best football team that we possibly can be in that moment, in that time with where we're at. Central head coach Corey Schweiss on their week three opponent, the Potosi Trojans. we got a couple really good backs. I know they, they put a kid at quarterback that's a pretty good athlete, so um, you know they've got some decent players. So they, you know, they changed schemes this year and they went to more of two, two back and three back stuff. And you know they're running a lot of the option game, um, which really keeps your defense from having to be disciplined. I mean, you really have to be disciplined on defense to play that kind of offense. So, um, you know, we're really familiar with that offense. We, we've run it over the years, several different occasions when our when our uh, personnel kind of fit that scheme. So. Um, we understand what it's going to take to, to slow that down. We understand what, what they're going to be reading. Um, you know, I think we'll be well prepared for it. Uh, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I think, you know, we're going to have a lot of mismatches. I mean, Potosi's, they're well coached. They've got some good players. But, um, you know, with our four receivers and, and, you know, our offensive line, I think we can exploit some places, uh, you know, that they may be a little vulnerable. Again, kickoff tonight at 7 between the Rebels and Trojans. Coverage starts at 6.30 on AM 1240 KFMO. Other football contests in Week 3. North County is at DeSoto. Valley Catholic plays host to Fredericktown. Orchard Farm plays in St. Genevieve. And Farmington is at home against a tough Jackson squad. Hillsboro is at home against Fort Zumwalt West. And Windsor plays at Festus, while Perryville is at St. Vincent. On the softball side, Farmington is in the Sekman tournament. They have two games in pool play today. They get Washington, Missouri, and then the Festus Tigers. On girls' tennis side, Fredericktown is at Arcadia Valley, and Potosi is in the Windsor Doubles tournament. And a lot to get to on the volleyball side. The 36th annual Dig for Life tournament at Cape Girardeau at Valley Catholic, Central, Fredericktown, Valley Caledonia, St. Paul, Bismarck, West County, Kingston, and Arcadia Valley all do battle in that. Valley Catholic plays South Iron in advance. Central is against Gideon and St. Vincent, while Fredericktown gets Dexter and Winona, and Valley Caledonia plays Campbell and Woodland. For St. Paul, they're going up against Greenville and Parkway South. Bismarck is up against Oak Ridge and North Pemiscot, and West County plays Carruthersville and Green Ridge. Kingston plays Holcomb and Arcadia Valley, and Arcadia Valley's only other pool play matchup today is against Scott City. All these teams will get one more pool play match tomorrow before tournament play starts tomorrow afternoon. And Mineral Area College Volleyball, the Lady Cardinals are in Vincennes, Indiana for the Blazer Classic. They'll play two games today and two tomorrow. They get Spoon River today and host club Vincennes Blazers later today as well. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were in action wrapping up a series with the Atlanta Braves going for a series sweep. And Adam Wainwright was on the mound. Our own Mike Reeves has more. The Braves hit five home runs and avoid a series sweep with an 8-5 to five win over the Cardinals in Atlanta. Ronald Acuna Jr. went deep twice, and Matt Olson, Michael Harris, and Travis Darno added long balls for the NL East division leaders. Four of the home runs came against losing pitcher Adam Wainwright, who loses his 10th straight decision and 7th consecutive start. His record falls to 3-11. Max Freed records the win. He's now 7-1. Tommy Edmond drives in three for St. Louis. 
I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card skipper Oliver Marmol. What did he see from starting pitcher Adam Wainwright? He did a nice job of uh, staying away from the righties, pitching in occasionally, but uh, had them reaching. Um, some came back over the plate against lefties, but uh, they hit some pitches over the heart of the plate and then got to some underneath his own uh, for homers. But um, he, uh, he competed, tried to give him one more and give our offense a shot, uh, but two homers chased him. Wainwright on giving up three of the six runs he allowed in the first inning. I just came out a little rusty as all. I think the first inning was just, um, you know, the, not not as sharp as I wanted to be. And then as the game wore on, I got a little sharper and sharper until um, the very end there. But, uh, you know, I think I think um, once I realized my body was going to be all right, pitches settled in and I was able to execute better. The Cardinals travel to Cincinnati and begin a three-game series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 541st pitch tonight. Coverage starts at 445 on B104.3. From the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs were in action to kick off the NFL season with Thursday night football night one. And it was last night at Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs played host to the Detroit Lions. The Lions would come away with the winner 21-20. Andy Reid on his team struggling with drop passes throughout the night in week one. It's unusual for us to drop that many passes anywhere, anytime. So um, we'll, we'll go back and, and work on that. Um, but you got you know you got to take care of business, and these guys know that, and so we've got to fix that. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says the loss can be an eye opener. Be good for the young guys to know that we're not going to just uh, kind of walk in and win the game. You're going to have to play. You're going to play good football. We're going to play every team's best shot. Uh, I've, I've preached it to them all all preseason, but they know now. Um, and we're going we're going to go to Jacksonville next week, and that's going to be a good football team. So hopefully, guys learn from it, get better, and uh, we, and and this one loss isn't turning into. The Chiefs did play without tight end Travis. Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes on missing Kelsey and the impact that had on the game. The other guys got to step up. I mean, it's going to have an impact on the game, but other guys got to step up, and they're going to have to step up in, in moments because I'm sure there'll be times he gets doubled. Um, and so uh, just going to have to rely on these other guys that are, that are young and talented to step up and make plays, and uh, I believe that they will. The Chiefs are off until Sunday, September 17th, week two, when they play the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road at noon, September 17th. We'll have coverage on KFMO starting that day at 11. O'clock. Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC is in action Sunday. They're at L.A. against L.A. Galaxy. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers, they play tomorrow. Saturday night, they host Middle Tennessee. Their head coach, Eli Drinkwitz, says their opponent, Middle Tennessee, comes to Columbia with one goal in mind. They're coming to win the game. They're coming to score points. Uh, they're, they're coming to give their offense as many cracks at it as they can. And defensively, they're going to tie into that philosophy by being aggressive to get the ball back and blitz and force turnovers. Mizzou defensive lineman Darius Robinson, what does he expect from Middle Tennessee offensively after watching tape this week? They're very explosive, uh, more of that air raid style. If you watch the Alabama game, the first play was a fade down the field, so that's telling you they're ready to play, so you know, we have to be ready to uh, set our tempo, set our paths, and get lined up and get ready, but you know, they're a really good football team. Kickoff Saturday for the Missouri Tigers is at 6 o'clock. Also happening Saturday, the SEMO Redhawks, they host Post Lindenwood. That one kicks off at 6 o'clock as well. And the NASCAR Cup Series races at Kansas Speedway on Sunday. The Hollywood Casino 400 presented by Barstool Sportsbook. It's the second race of the round of 16, the second race of the NASCAR playoffs. Coverage on KFMO starts with pre-race at 1 o'clock. The green flag waves at 2. Christopher Bell on Toyota's success at Kansas over the last couple years. Well, for some reason, uh, the the Toyota next-gen car has really taken a liking to the, the high-speed intermediates. 
So, you know, you look at Michigan, we've done really well. Kansas, we've done good. Vegas, all of those high-speed places we've we've ran exceptional at. So, um, for whatever reason, the, the Toyota Camry next-gen car has been good on those style tracks. Ryan Blaney on Kansas becoming a top-dominant track. It's not very old, like, repaved-wise, but it's, uh, it's, like, dominant on the fence now. You know, just the way the track's banked, and uh, there's just still a lot of grip up there, and... You know, it's hard to make kind of the bottom work, you know, 20 laps into the run or so. And I think the best cars can kind of do that, make like the middle work. But uh, a lot of times you're kind of glued to the fence. So that's what makes it tough, you know, to kind of pass some guys, you know, if you're glued to the fence. But uh, it also is challenging because you're having to run the fence really well and trying to get your car to work off the fence. So I think it's aged aged nicely. I'd be curious to see, you know, if you keep running the top like we do it eventually to wear out. So then you kind of can move back down. So uh, it's aged Really good, and I think it puts on a good show. Again, the NASCAR Cup Series on KFMO at 1 o'clock on Sunday. The Green Flag Waves at 2 in the second race of the round of 16. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.